guys, John Rogers here. One of my favorite questions is, what if? It makes you ponder the path of life you took. How different would your life have been if you chose a different direction when you encountered forks in the road? For me, I think about what if I pursued my childhood dream of becoming an astronaut? What would my life be like today? Or what if I chose not to attend Florida State University? Where would I be living today? Life often takes you on small course corrections that have big ramifications on your life. The same can be found in world history, and it teaches us a valuable lesson of truth in the real world. One rainy October night in 1954, Joe Martin was working a very routine shift. He was managing a gym in Louisville, Kentucky, and suddenly the front door swung open. It wasn't a client or some muscle-bound jock. Instead, it was a weeping 12-year-old boy. He was inconsolable. When Joe asked him why he was there, the boy responded that he was told Joe could help him out. Through tears, the boy told him his red Schwinn bicycle had been stolen. It was a Christmas gift from his hardworking father. He loved that bike, and now it was gone. The boy had come to the gym to fill out a police report because Joe also happened to be a cop with the Louisville Police Department. It really was a shame, a boy becoming a victim of a crime. Dutifully, Joe took out the paperwork so he could fill out a police report. But this boy wasn't just sad. He was mad, and he wanted to get even. Through his angry tears, the boy said, I want to whoop whoever stole my bike. Joe responded, hm, you better learn to fight before you start fighting. And the officer then had an idea. He told the boy, follow me. So they went downstairs in the gym, and the boy immediately stopped crying and stood in awe. He saw ten boxers hitting speed bags, sparring, and jumping rope. Through the aroma of sweat and rubbing alcohol, the boy experienced a feeling of awe. It was a rebirth, an epiphany. That boy had never put on boxing gloves before, but now he couldn't wait. Joe gave the boy an application to sign up, and the rest is history. That boy's name was Cassius Clay. You now know him as Muhammad Ali, arguably the greatest boxer and one of the greatest athletes of the 20th century. The universe aligned that night. A sequence of events happened that led to one of the most famous athletes to ever grace our history books. But what if? What if the thief did not steal the bike? What if Cassius's dad also bought him a lock for Christmas? What if Joe happened to be sick that night? How different would Muhammad Ali's life have been? How different would American sports history have been? But let's go back even further. In the spring of 1912, David Blair was about to go sailing, and he couldn't be more excited. David was a British merchant seaman, and he was assigned to a vessel on its maiden voyage. His official rank was second officer, and most of his duties involved navigation and the handling of equipment. He was very involved in this new vessel. He took part in the trial voyages to test its seaworthiness. But right before it was to set sail for New York, David was transferred off the ship. Dejected, he gathered his belongings and left quickly. But he forgot one thing. David accidentally kept the key 
for a locker that held the ship's binoculars. It was an oversight, a complete accident, and it wasn't noticed until after his replacement came on board and the ship left dock. That ship's name was the Titanic. And without those binoculars, the lookouts on the evening of April 12th were unable to see the iceberg in the dark North Atlantic waters. If David Blair had remained on that ship, or if he'd remembered to give the keys back, the Titanic could have easily avoided that iceberg, and it wouldn't now be sitting at the bottom of the ocean. This became a monumental moment in world history, not to mention movie history. Small coincidences can clearly change the world. But I have another one for you. Listen to this. In the summer of 1914, tension was boiling in Eastern Europe. A few years prior, the Austro-Hungarian Empire had annexed the country of Bosnia-Herzegovina, and there was a vocal and rather violent portion of the population that was not happy about being part of that empire. On the morning of June 28, 1914, Archduke Franz Ferdinand and his wife were taking part in a motorcade through the streets of Sarajevo, Bosnia. Franz was set to give a speech and oversee some military exercises. He was the heir to the Austro-Hungarian throne, and some violent nationalists thought this would be a perfect opportunity to topple that government. Franz was aware of the dangers, but traveled through the streets anyway in an open-air car. That morning, he narrowly avoided an assassination attempt when someone tried to throw a bomb at him. Franz could have ended his trip there, and he probably should have, but the Archduke was a very brave, defiant, and frankly stubborn man. So he went on to the city center and gave his planned speech. When it was time to go, he decided to heed the advice of his advisors. His entourage suggested they should divert from the original planned route of the motorcade and take side streets so no one could ambush them. It was a good plan, but there was one small problem. No one thought to translate the message to the drivers of the motorcade. The entourage was speaking in German, and the drivers were Czech. A big language barrier, and those drivers did not get the memo. So instead of taking side streets to get out, the drivers continued onto their original planned route through the main streets of the city. The motorcade turned onto Franz Joseph Street, and at this point, the Austro-Hungarian dignitaries realized they were going the wrong way. They were still in public view and could easily be attacked again, so they yelled at the drivers to turn around. So, at 11.15 a.m., as they were driving down Franz Joseph Street, the motorcade finally stopped so they could reroute. And at that moment, they happened to stop in front of a general store. And underneath the awning stood 19-year-old Gavrilo Princep, who happened to be a violent nationalist. Princep pulled out his gun and shot the Archduke and his wife at point-blank range, killing them instantly. That one moment led to a cascading series of political chaos that plunged the planet into what we now know as World War I. It was a war that included around 30 countries and killed roughly 20 million people. And the aftermath of World War I was even worse because after the war, a battered and bruised Germany saw hope in a young soldier who rapidly became a popular politician. That soldier's name was Adolf Hitler. And we all know the rest of that story. So again, what if? What if anyone had bothered to translate that simple message to the drivers? 
they might not have turned onto that street. Franz Ferdinand could have lived a long life, and perhaps the world would not have fallen into chaos and death over the span of decades. Because of one small decision, our world would be a very different place today. History is filled with all sorts of coincidences. Some like to call it the butterfly effect. There's that quote. A butterfly can flutter its wings over a flower in China and cause a hurricane in the Caribbean. Whether it's true or not, there are countless examples of small events that had big outcomes. There are ones you can Google, like penicillin. It was discovered after a researcher went on vacation and found his petri dishes got moldy. That invention saved countless lives. Or there's the Bay of Pigs invasion of Cuba. It was a complete failure and embarrassment for the U.S. because American pilots forgot about the difference between the eastern and central time zones, and they came late to the mission. That failure had huge implications on the dynamics of power in the Western Hemisphere during the 20th century. Or let's go way back. How about the Roman Empire and the Battle of Teutoburg Forest in the year 9 AD? If the Romans had won that strategic battle, chances are English would not be the most spoken language in the world. You'd be listening to this podcast in Latin or some other romantic language. What if... That question shows small things can have huge ripple effects across history. The point of all of this is that we all have what-if moments, big and small, in our lives. What if I studied something else? What if I married somebody else? What if I chose a different path for my life? It may be interesting to think about, but there's no sense wasting time. Life is short. And there's no sense wondering about what could have been. Instead, what matters is what happens next. Everything happens for a reason. And you are who you are today because of the choices you made and the events that helped shape your life. There is no do-over. And that's the beautiful thing about life. Oftentimes, it's not until you look through the lens of your personal rearview mirror that you'll find that small decisions or milestones led to huge course changes in the path of your life. So, no sense wondering, what if? Just keep looking forward, keep staying positive, and enjoy the ride. While you think about that, remember, truth is out there. You just have to know where to look. Thanks for listening. If you like this, please hit subscribe and leave a review. And I can always be reached at truthintherealworld at gmail.com. I'm John Rogers. We'll talk again next time.